Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Passed on the seed of Satan, passed on to all men. 
The Bible is clear that as by the disobedience of one man, sin came into the world. So all, so all of us are sinners. And when we come into Christ, our sinful bodies are not changed. And that's when we become born again, you become a Christian, you are the same. The things you used to like are the same things that you continue to like. Amen. And so it is important for us to understand the world. And when you are dealing with human beings, you should understand that you are not dealing with God or you are not dealing with an angel. When you are even dealing with a pastor, you should understand that you are dealing with a sinner. The Bible says, for all are sin. <laughs> for all are sin. When you are dealing with a pastor, you are dealing with a reverend minister, you are dealing with me, who is a bishop. You don't understand that I'm a sinner. The Bible says that for all are sin. The Bible says that there is only one man who debates sin. That he was, in, that he was tempted in all points and yet without sin. And that one was not me. It was Jesus. So if the burden is not Jesus, the burden is not God, understand that you are dealing with a sinner. And I saw what he said, a man of God is a man before he became of God. It's true. So our Jesus has sent us for as sheep among wolves. What are the survival strategies? What are the wisdom keys of the serpent? Because Jesus commanded us that use the wisdom of the serpents to survive in this world. And many people have put aside the wisdom of the serpent and have paid a very high price. When they realize that, as a why the person I was dealing with is a human being. You see, for the Bible, see, that's why Jesus Christ came and said, Call no man on earth your father, for you are only one father. What that means is that there is a certain level of acceptance of a person that you should not have. For one of them is a human being. Deal with a person as a human being. Said to you by God, what is a human being? So that person, be therefore wise as serpents. Use the wisdom of the serpent. So you know, when you get to heaven and you have not used the wisdom of the serpent, don't blame God. Yes, you cannot blame God for your disobedience in applying the wisdom of the serpents, and then you pay a very high price for it. He told you, he told you to pay like this thing, and then he told you to be like this thing. So, so why don't you? <laughs> yes, if you behave like the serpent, you will always succeed in everything that you do because the serpent that was successful all the about somebody that God gave them this and who God came to talk to every single day, every day. The, the Bible said that God visited them in the pool of the day. Somebody who saw God and spoke to him, and the devil was able to come to him, talk to him, and convince him to disobey God. You should fear such a servant. Amen. Now look at you. You never even dreamt of an angel. Now that you see God, or you never see God, or you see God once, you never even dream of an angel. You never even dream that you went to heaven, but you didn't even see an angel. You see nothing. What hope do you have? Your hope, therefore, is in obeying Jesus and let. So that is why we want to study 
the book how to be wise as a servant to learn the wisdom keys of the servant and all the 22 points want to now take them one by one number one serpents are masters of inner power their power is all internal you see the bible says that it is let's read it much of the seven verse 20 the bible says that uh, everything that you see is temporal but that which you don't see is eternal and when you mature as you grow you learn that what you even see about people <laughs> you see a girl she's looking very beautiful why do you think the bible will say that do not let her beauty take you to take you means that like you've been arrested by it <laughs> the bible says about the beauty of women that do not let her beauty arrest you yeah many men have been arrested and imprisoned by the beauty of a woman and god made them beautiful and rightly so would we marry them if they were not beautiful but the bible said don't let her beauty take you away do not be moved by the flattery of her eyelids because a woman can look at you in a way eh? she has not spoken though the way she will look at you oh your heart i remember when i used to be a beloved i gave my beloved a nickname do you know what the nickname was the one with dove's eyes there was something in her eyes i mean like when she looks at me when i look in her eye oh i can't think again but as time goes on <coughs> you see that you look in the eyes not moving you again but you see by the time her eyes stop moving you you've been taken already and it even said that when um snakes are looking at a rat or like a prey they want to kill they, they have something in their eyes that they used to hypnotize their rats. They'll be looking at their rat's eye, but you should never look at cobra in its eyes. Huh. They will look at you in their eyes and they, they will enchant you. You can't think again. <laughs> I used to call my beloved Dove's eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Masters of inner power. Mark chapter 7 verse 20. Look, as you sit here, you two don't see, don't be concerned about how people see you. It's true. Be concerned about how what God sees in your heart. Recently, I was talking to somebody about the program I want to organize, and I was telling the person that you know, let's organize the program so that people can see people. And I said that as people see people, let's add food like you are sitting in your house, I'm sitting in my house, he's sitting in the house, she's sitting there, we are sitting there, but we are all eating as we are chatting. Yes. So that, and I told her, I see, in my mind, you see all of the girls who come with fucking knife to use fucking knife to drink soup. <laughs> it's true. You see girls, you see fucking knife to drink soup, but then one girl will go and bring a bowl of fufu and groundnut soup with chicken and be eating with their hands and their brother will say, Many 
many people don't like that like to eat in front of people because everybody likes to show their best for this i was shocked because my reply was that really me i don't like to show off my best the way i am is the way i am You see me that look the way I want to speak, that's how I'm speaking. No, <laughs> I, I, I am not going to learn how to speak the way I want to say, like the way I speak is how I'm speaking. Yes, I don't want to impress because some will like the way you are speaking, some will not like the way you are speaking. When you, when you also change to impress people, some will like your impressive way of speaking, but. This is the good news. Some will also not like your new way of speaking. So if every way you speak, 50% will like it, 50% will not like it. Why don't you stick with the 50% that is yours? It's true. Never, never try to impress people. The Bible, why do you think the Bible says that God looked on the heart? The one with whom we have to do, the one who can bless you, the one who can truly promote you. The Bible says the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. He turns it free the way he wants to. The one who can make a man like you, the one who can make a man hate you, he's looking at your heart. Make sure your heart is clean. The world is full of too many hypocrites. Hypocrites. Even you, you know the way you are, it's not the way you are. Why should I trust you? But Jesus said, let's read it. Mark 7 20. Separate are masters of inner power. Why do you think that really rich men, their money is hidden in their bank? Really rich men, you don't see them wearing chains, oh. It's poor people who wear chains. Plenty chains, big, big uh, hip hop, like we're a hip hop star. <laughs> the really rich people pass in front of you, you recognize it. True riches is hidden, it's not open. Yes, Jesus said, Develop, develop your internal powers. Mark 7 20. Let's read it. Are you learning something from the serpent? You see, the serpent's power is in its venom. And the venom is like the saliva of the serpent. Let me read the statistic to you. The venom, listen, the venom or the saliva of the king cobra is so deadly that one bite can kill 20 people. You see, and they don't bite you like how we bite a human being. They just scratch you with their teeth. The fangs. One bite has enough like the power in the saliva one bite can kill 20 people or one elephant the australian brown snake's venom or saliva or internal power is so powerful that only one 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 fourteen thousandth of an ounce that's like if you take a drop one fiftieth of a drop is needed to kill a human being Australia's inland taipan snake have venom 50 times more toxic than the cobra. <laughs> that means that one bite or the amount of power in the saliva of that snake 
One drop is enough to kill 1,000 people. Jesus Christ said, be like that. You know, Jesus, the Bible said, and the Pharisees wanted to arrest him, but were afraid of him. Why is it anybody afraid of you? <laughs> I'm asking you a question. Why is it anybody afraid of you? It is because your internal powers are not developed. They are not like the serpents. <laughs> yes. See, a serpent, a lion, a lion has hands. Tigers have hands so powerful that they can remove, like they can put their claws, just throw the claws in your hand and remove your arm from the socket. Just to go, pa, pa, your arm is off. They are powers of the arm, but snakes have no arms. Snakes have no legs. Snakes have no teeth to bite you. Snakes have no legs to kick you like the giraffe. <laughs> Snakes have no tail. Recently, I saw um, an alligator. It used its tail to clear five people. Snakes have no tails like that. That's independent of the body. And all the powers of a snake are in. Or are made about what is inside. That's why we are afraid of them. Even the sight of a snake. Those, those, those of you who kill snakes, me, I don't have that anointing. What I mean, when I see snake, I run. I don't have that skill. <laughs> Amen. And Bishop teaches in the book. Okay, let's read the scriptures first. Mark 7, 20, 23. And Jesus said, That which cometh out of the man. That is what defiles the man. Check this out. For from within, for from inside, out of the heart, proceeded these evils. Evil, unless it is inside, cannot destroy you. Number one, evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, Covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evils come from within and defile the man. All these evils come from within. Like the power to destroy you is what is inside you. And of course, medical science has proven that it is that you cannot die until something enters you. That is why President Rollins of Blessed Memory said, say, Abwa Beka Wana Efiwa Tumamu. He was trying to say that he didn't quote it well, but he was saying that it is the prophecy that it is what is inside you that can destroy you. Take oil. When you eat a lot of fried chicken, fried fish, kelewele, fried potatoes, fried eggs fried pork fried what fried rice fried yam fried what again when i say cocoa but i cannot fry cocoa <laughs> when you eat a lot of oil and it enters you then it builds up as plaques in your heart 
and your cholesterol goes high it builds up in your heart as plaques and in your blood vessels within but i cannot look at you and see the oil build up in your heart and when it is built up inside you and the blood can no longer flow well then your blood becomes to or begins to have to beat with more pressure to send the same amount of blood throughout the body then that's what it is called high blood pressure like the pressure on your heart has gone up because there is blockage in your blood vessels which is making your heart work harder and so their heart becomes weaker and then you die from within yes because oil too much oil has gone inside inside say inside it is inside the problem is inside you drink a lot of coca-cola fanta malt super malt better malt malta malta guineas choco malt rasta malt now the rasta malt yes and the sugar inside becomes a lot no sugar outside look at you can be a sugar merchant selling sugar and your house is full of sacks of sugar but once it is not inside your body you'll be fine but as soon as it goes inside your body get diabetes huh? you die from sugar that has gone inside in the same way if you are going to become powerful you must develop your internal powers and forget about your external powers if you are also going to be destroyed it's going to be because your internal powers are not developed you see and many people who look externally impressive uh, are not strong internally oh yes many women from my experience as a pastor i can see that many many people who look externally impressive oh shame internally oh many women who look peaceful oh yes yes pastor yes please i always obey my husband look <laughs> let me tell you something the real wives the real ones what they actually do eh, is so amazing that they can't say it those who don't do anything i mean if i go and kill someone it's, it's very extreme i can't say it but if they say i'm angry at someone so i was angry with him and i told him off because it's easy to say because it's not extreme the real ones the real ugly real things they can't say it those not doing anything they talk a lot is that what they're saying that is empty barrels who make the most noise <laughs> the real people like those who killed osama bin laden they don't talk about it look the real people doing real things they don't say it is there laco laco mafia <laughs> laco laco mafia yeah that's all yeah i do this i do this i do oh wait check it's not true it's not true <laughs> liars yes i'm telling you outwardly impressive the bible said that and jesus did not commit himself unto men for he knew what was in man 
and knew that no man should testify of him because he knew what it was him. <laughs> I saw a wife when her husband is there. She said, ah, We wives, God should help us. Oh. We are trying, but you know, sometimes what you see is not the same as how we are. This, when her husband is not there, she said, oh, me, I'm a very good wife. Oh, you should see me at home doing this. Doing this. <laughs> Look, Jesus said that. Be careful about what you are doing with him. That, that is where your internal power really comes from. And I tell you, when it is there, ha! You see that you become a truly powerful person. And Jesus don't gives us the things that destroy us. So I want us to quickly run through the list. For you to go and meditate at home. <laughs> Look, I saw a wife here. Eh? You should see, see, what, see why you see a husband following his wife like a sheep. Eh? Whatever the <coughs> wife says or however she looks like, whenever you see a husband obediently following his wife, know that that's a truly good wife. Even if she doesn't say anything. <laughs> because the Bible says that the heart of a husband safely trusts in her. Yes, he doesn't need to say anything, just watch him because you follow someone you trust. When you see a man always quarreling with his wife, it's a sign of a wife with the, the worst. Just watch that sign, just watch it. <laughs> don't listen to what they say. The Bible don't tell you not to listen to what people say, never listen to what people say. Just watch. <laughs> Jesus said, Number one, evil thoughts, be careful about your thoughts. Look, the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. That means I give a lot of effort to guard your heart. Find spiritual barbed wire, spiritual electric fence, spiritual bodyguard, spiritual watchman, spiritual bow and arrow, spiritual landmines to guard your heart. The Bible says, with all diligence, for out of the heart, are the things that will make you fail or succeed in life. What is in your heart? The Bible says the thoughts of the diligent they, they will lead to plenty. Everything comes from how your mind works. So. The Bible says the lazy man always has an excuse. He will even say that I didn't go to work because there is a lion in the street. How many of you coming to this morning saw a lion at the Lekma Junction? But a lazy man who doesn't want to work will see the lion that you didn't see. It's true. I remember one day I was traveling and I gave the media department in my church, a former church I was in, a project to copy some DVDs. From disc A to disc B. When I came back, they had not done it. So I said, why haven't you done it? Do you know what they told me? They told me that there was a virus in the DVD machine. Virus. I mean, I felt so insulted. See, some people, like the way their mind works. Stupidity is the greatest guidance. It's true. <laughs> and Jesus said, from your heart, are evil thoughts. I'm telling you, you see, the Bible says that we should cast down imaginations. See, the war, the battle, the problem 
all comes from the way our mind works he said for from within proceed evil thoughts you know if your mind tells you that i can do this you can and you will the bible says i can do all things through christ who strengthens me so that's why the way my mind works i don't believe that there's nothing i cannot achieve no it is from the way my mind works you too how does your mind work my my mind works such that i want my family to be stable i want my to lead as many people to god as possible my mind works that look god has called me to be a helper to my father bishop dykewood mills the way my mind works is that i should honor my father i should also honor my mother the way my mind works is that the bible says that i read the scripture long ago the bible says that under the throne room of god were 144,000 people wearing white robes and the man and john said the other in that who are these 144,000 people under the throne of god and the man said these are they who have not defiled themselves with women my mind works that the bible says that let not fornication be once named among you so my mind went that till i get to heaven i should never fornicate with somebody i'm not married to that's how my mind works no matter what it is a line i don't cross you cannot cross. you are not supposed to cross. Solomon said that he who commits adultery lacks understanding and the man said no if there's something about adultery that way you do is because you don't understand that's how you see everything is from the way your mind works and depending on how your mind works there will be barriers it's like fornication sex with something no, we don't cross this line finish no matter the temptation your reason your dish it is something you don't do period and it's from your heart hey it is not from the bible i didn't say the bible ah don't but don't you know what's in the bible or you don't know what's in the bible <laughs> but <laughs> when satan met this do 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 jesus said it is written the devil came back jesus replied it is written the devil came back again then the devil came back and then jesus said it is said you see the first two he quoted scriptures then the next one jesus gave a revelation as soon as jesus gave a, re- a personal revelation of the word Satan didn't come back again it is not what you read in the bible that changes you it is not what you read in the bible that changes you it is not what you read in the bible when jesus asked them who do men say that i am peter quoted something that didn't come from the bible what part of the bible says thou art the christ the son of the living god peter gave a revelation as soon as peter gave a personal revelation jesus said i will build my church you i can see by your revelation from your heart that god has chosen you yes yes it's true it is the revelations you walk in that will determine how your life will go not the scriptures you read but doesn't satan know the scriptures more than you is he born again ah, be serious <laughs> after evil hearts the next thing that comes and defiles a man adulteries and fornication you see i used to read the ten commandments when i was born again and god said thou shalt not commit your neighbor's wife i said mm, this um commandment is not relevant no see i don't see once again i never said it with with my mouth but in my heart i thought oh but how can you convert your neighbor's wife but if even fornication is bad enough how do you your neighbor's wife why 
it's very bad but as i'm mature i've seen that it's possible your your neighbor's wife is a woman who is married to your neighbor <laughs> yes so that is why in the bible he separates adultery and fornication fornication is, is about having sex with somebody you are not married and you, that you are not married the person is not married and you commit for um and you have sex with the person that is fornication adultery is when you are married or one of you is married and you still have sex with the person that's adultery you see and look all those things come from the heart you will think about it before you do it and that's why you be careful because i tell you anything that is in your heart i promise you will end up doing it you see this church we are in it has been in my heart everything you see has been in my heart <laughs> yes for you to be sitting here you've been in my heart but you don't know if you, if you are even here for the first time it's because you were in my heart but you didn't exist although the meeting we had last week we had a meeting last week about you <laughs> yes we've been praying or have been praying this week that you would come to church you are not here for the first time by your choice in a certain sense it is what is in my heart that has created you <laughs> yes and i tell you it is the same as adultery and fornication that is why jesus said if you look upon a woman because when you look at something you will think about it that's why women who wear short skirts i'm saying it so and i'm saying it on social media they they can insult me it's fine the women right to consult me it's fine but let wisdom be justified by her children a woman you wear short skirt you show your breast a man rapes you you say what i wear shouldn't influence me it is my right okay okay it's fine it is your right it is also the man's right to be moved by what he sees it is, it is also his right maybe not his legal right but his human right <laughs> he may be legally wrong but his humanly right the one who created the male and the female said man looks on the outward so when you show him your outward the one who created her understands you for what you have done even if it is wrong you should not have shown places that will excite us internal hearts to manifest from the heart yes it's true and when you wear it why did you wear what you wore also uh-huh this one let the debate on social media i don't mind they've been insulting me for years <laughs> it's true so be careful look, jesus said when you look upon a woman you see so if you are a woman or also don't dress in a way that will make a man last after you i have a scripture for you the bible says temptation will come but woe to him through whom it comes so you are not going to wear something to bring temptation jesus says to you whoa <laughs> yes it's not as simple as that so Charlie on a near when you see a girl you know there are times when i'm driving i tell you i'll say i'll turn my head like this physically i don't want to look it's true because i see that you see when you look see the, see the image the image never leaves it's true so, so i turn my head or there are times when i close my eyes for maybe two seconds and then i've driven by physically close my eyes job job said i've covenanted with my eyes not to look lastfully upon a woman yes covenant so they tell me i close my eyes that then i turn my head so i don't see that's all <laughs> are, you, are you are not afraid 
He said, Oh, forget. I found so far. You are a man of God. Hey! It is your fault. Number three, murders. Hey, how many of you have ways that some enemy of yours will die from COVID? <laughs> you can hate someone so much that you wish the person was dead. One pastor was struggling with his wife. So at the beginning of the year, he saw his friend and his friend asked him, Oh, how is it this year? How are things going? Then he told his friend, This year, something will happen. <laughs> then he said, What did something happen? Then he said, I'll put my prayer warriors on it. You put, you put your prayer warriors with a topic to pray for your wife to die. How can you do that? <laughs> he said, My prayer warriors are on it. Don't put, see, the Bible says that murders come from the heart. When somebody dies, what is your reaction? Have you seen that there are times when you hear some your enemy has had a problem and you are happy in your heart? Me, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm happy in my heart. <laughs> you say in your heart, it's sweet. Then you see the people, oh, really? Oh, mercy. Oh, I'll pray for you. We were in prayers of thanksgiving, oh, that you are going to pray. Yes. Be careful of what is in your heart. Murders. Murders. The Bible says when you hate somebody, you are a murderer. You see, love is the opposite of hate. So once you don't love somebody, you hate somebody. And you never want the person to do well. Let these thoughts all leave our hearts. They are not helping us. Let's forgive this. You know, when Jesus was on the cross, at the height of mistreatment, at the height of injustice, he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Let's forgive them. Fill your heart. In everything that you do. Next evil thoughts we should be careful of. Thefts. Stealing. Look. Stealing is more common than you think. Oh. Do you know that when you take a, an A4 paper from your office to write something from your school, you have stolen the A4 paper in the office? <laughs> ah, but, what, but why are you laughing? Stealing is taking something that is not for you. The pen is for the office. Why is it in your bag as you are going home? One day somebody stole my money. What is the meaning of stealing? Stealing is you've taken something that doesn't belong to you. So I think I said the person was left with two CDs or something. I said, Where is my money? The person said, I've taken it. Say, ah, but the money is for me. The person said, Yes, I said I've taken it. But the person doesn't consider herself as a thief. Anybody who sends you money, I'll take it again. How do you announce stealing in advance? <laughs> it reminds me of one day I was watching long ago when they used to do this um, series on television called Taxi Driver. And you know, the taxi driver got a lot of money. Master Richard, he got a lot of money and was talking to a friend. He said, I've hit it. 
Then he said, tonight, by the grace of God, I will commit adultery. Oh! And I said, look, but how do you add God to your evil? You see, I'm trying to say that out of our hearts, these things happen. Stealing. The Bible has said, declared that when you don't pay your tithe, you've stolen God's money. But we don't see it like that. When you don't give the appropriate offerings you're supposed to give to God, you've stolen his money. That's why sometimes when you come to church, you should be grateful that you've come to church where they can say, pay your tithe because it is a way of preventing you and delivering you from stealing God's money. He said in Malachi chapter 3 verse 1 that this whole nation has stolen my money. You are robbers. And then, why have we stolen your money? God, why did we see you to steal your money? And then he replied, in tithes and in offerings yes but sometimes our stealing is more wealthy you work somewhere steal money under invoice over invoice change the figures you don't give the right amount you're supposed to pay you cheat people you agree with somebody for something you don't meet the agreement and then you use strength and talking to just bamboozle your way no you are stealing and the bible says stealing it comes from the heart and it's see the bible says at the end it destroys you you are the one who is defiled though not the person see do you know that one of the laws in the bible is not to curse a deaf man <laughs> have you thought about it a, that a man who cannot hear don't curse him and he said that a blind man don't mislead him the question is how can a deaf man know that you've cursed them what is the problem the problem is you and the effect that it has on you not the person whenever you commit these things it defiles you not even the person Amnon raped Tamar you would have felt that once Amnon has raped Tamar then Tamar is the one who has been destroyed true or not true like it is the one who has been raped who has been wronged and something terrible has happened to her it is true but read the story well the problem that came to Amnon <laughs> Tamar we never even hear of her again all the tragedies came to the one who we will even see actually the guy he enjoyed though <laughs> the guy he enjoyed the problem he got <laughs> was worse than the one who he had raped we never hear of her again the problem so you may be there when you steal the thief is more affected than the person that you stole from so that's why sometimes i watch even wives thinking they are trying to destroy their husbands say things about them say that what they cannot see is when their marriage is destroyed it affects you the wife more than your husband marriage is destroyed. It affects the wife one million times before it will affect the husband once. But they feel that because they can go and talk, like that is short. You, you cannot destroy somebody God has not destroyed. You cannot. How? Oh, it's the greatest mistake. And you just be going down and down and down. When you see from your office, how does it affect your office? It doesn't. But can't you say you are the one who it will affect? You are the one who will be all the people who steal from banks. Has a bank ever collapsed because one of the staff stole money? No, no. I 
after all, the body is insured by the Bank of Ghana. After all. But you who stole, you are the one who becomes destroyed. Next. Are you learning something? Hmm. Next is covetousness. To covet is to look with a strong desire at something that doesn't belong to you. And you want it. (laughs) You want it. You can admire. And you should admire. If you come to church, you see a sister wearing a, a nice dress. Oh, wow, your dress is nice. And then you can afford to go and sew one. And I can say, I want your dress. One day I saw a girl, she came to me. And then she told me that, hey, wow. I saw your wife wearing some nice dresses. Can, can, can you buy me some? I couldn't believe my ears at first. I said, pardon? She said, oh, your wife's dresses from India. I want some. You know, every time I'm coming, I'll buy my wife maybe 20 dresses. Then I'll buy whatever. From that day, when I saw she was converting my wife's clothes, were the last day I ever bought anything for her till today. Convention is a sin. You see somebody driving a nice car, don't be angry. They say, Wow! Channel your car, the B. You know, and that's one of the things, the differences I see between men and women. Whenever a man has come to the church with a nice car, you see all the brothers, they go to the car. They will open the door. Charlie, your car fire away. Then they will do this. They will sit inside. Charlie, your car fire away. Charlie, Charlie, the car, they'll be away. Charlie, the car fire away. I've never seen a girl do that before. <laughs> Have you? Have you? Look, don't make me out to be a bad person who is always seeing bad things. <laughs> you see the body, Charlie, you open the door. Some even bang it and say, Charlie, the car is for spoiler. But they are like, seeing it in a night, like they are rejoicing with the person. But I know many women who have left the church. And when I, and they say, you know, the church, now all the small girls are driving cars. And we, we don't have cars, so we won't come again. I've heard these words in my ears. That the social girls are all driving cars, so they are proud. Oh, why don't you go and buy a car? <laughs> don't convert your neighbor's property. You see a girl, a nice young girl, driving a nice girl. I'm sure she's a cocaine girl. I'm sure she has a sugar daddy. Why are your thoughts evil? Why is it okay for you to drive a nice car? Like if you are driving, it's fine. But if somebody else is driving it, then there's an evil thought that comes. And Ghana is like that. Ghana is like that. <laughs> I saw a man. He made a big mistake. He thought he was in Nigeria. He forgot he was in Ghana. He went to do a wedding. 30 luxury cars. The video man that the commoners car they were in the land cruises the video the next week jerry went after him he thought he was in nigeria he lost his way 
<laughs> God already investigated it. A few weeks after, his brother was also doing a wedding for his son. Come and see Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Come and see Toyota Corolla. They don't want problems again. We should not convert our neighbor's property. The Bible says, rejoice with those who rejoice. Yes. Rejoice. Be happy about the success of your neighbor. These evil thoughts of destruction, they come from inside your destruction. So, in the day when you now, if you had the opportunity to have one of those nice things, you feel guilty. You cannot rejoice in it because you are afraid of what people are also saying about you because of how you spoke about someone. Yes. When you see somebody succeeding, congratulate the person, rejoice with the person, be happy with the person, say, Charlie, I celebrate you, then you hit the car and say, mine is next. Ah. Next. <laughs> Don't let these things destroy you. Number one is evil thoughts. Number two, adulteries. Three, fornications. Murders. Thefts. Covetousness. Then wickedness. Don't be wicked. Always looking to do evil to your neighbor. Let me tell you something. The Bible says that uh, when you see a man overtaken in a fault, not that you think you are done something bad. Somebody who has genuinely done something bad. The Bible says that you who are spiritual, restore him. It didn't say criticize him. It said restore him. Restore him. Bring the person back. Hold the person's hand. Encourage the person. Restore him in the spirit of love. Considering yourself. Lest you also are tempted. Because look, let me tell you something. We are all the same. Why do you think I'm saying that when I'm driving so that you see a pretty girl standing? I close my eyes. Because I'm a normal man who is also moved by the external pro- proclivities of a woman. So I close my eyes. Hmm. Misro? <laughs> or I turn my head. If I'm a, a traveler or someone, I'm going to turn my head like this. Because <laughs> I'm normal. Don't let wickedness guide you. Don't let revenge guide your decisions. You did it to me, too. I'll do it to you. You know, there's a saying that he who wants revenge must dig two graves. Must dig two graves. Want revenge? Prepare for your own death also. Don't be wicked. Leave things. Leave things. Be like a serpent. You let, you let your inner powers be strong. Bear the fruits of the spirit. Next, deceit. <laughs> don't be a deceiver. Can't you see that lies and tricks don't last for long? Soon you are discovered. Let me ask you a question. Has somebody ever lied to you or told you something and you believed it? Then one day you were somewhere totally unrelated. Then somebody just said something. Say, ah! This is what really happened. And then you are shocked. Yes. Let me tell you something about lies. They cannot last for long. A, a lie is a weak structure soon it crumbles but truth after one million years the truth does not change you that's why the bible there's no second edition 
it doesn't change what god said in the beginning was the word is still in the beginning was the word the theories of evolution have been changing the theories of the universe have been changing but they're only discovering facts that god has laid down there long ago never be a deceiver if you're a girl that's what i say that i said look i thought i was thinking i could imagine a girl with a bowl of fufu and granite soup and chicken in front of her and she has put a napkin inside her dress and she has gone to town with her hands and i could imagine some other girls struggling to and then when they were putting the fork there even the fork had broken one of their tooth because they are not used to eating fork and knife <laughs> well i saw a brother trying to go and propose to a girl and i've been talking to the girl and i asked her oh what is your favorite food and she said eh, fufu and she mentioned the name of some soup when i added she said it's like green leaf soup with fish and whatever then i saw a boy going to propose to her so i asked him that also where so where are you taking her to for the proposal he said well i'll take her to a chinese restaurant i said ah, why are you doing this to yourself i could imagine the girl wearing a dinner dress feeling so uncomfortable in a chinese restaurant where what she actually wants is fufu with leaf soup then she can feel free so i told him brother take care to asanka stop the chinese program take care to asanka you have a better outcome from there yes because i could imagine myself that look i would have wanted to feel free so that all these airs and pretenses and posing trying to be something you are not should go away stop look. soon people will see through your deceit though soon people will see that you are not what you say you are at the point how you are will come out you say you love somebody <laughs> if it is not true it's just a matter of time it's just a matter of time your lie you're not loving it will come out with time oh next lasciviousness that people who like ravings and partings hey, that's why we have so much covet it's from it's from christmas party next it's an evil eye don't look at people with bad intentions for them next blasphemy blasphemy is to speak evil about holy things don't do that next pride pride is thinking of yourself more highly than you should pride is thinking that you are not a bad person pride is thinking that oh why has this been done to me? i don't deserve this bad thing one day somebody's somebody died and you were saying why me why me why then when the person said it I couldn't say because the person was crying but i said to myself that ah but who should it be why not you then who it should be somebody so if i say why me like who deserves something bad yes but pride makes us feel ah and me and when you are a proud person you are not easy to enjoy and to relate with the bible says that god both hates pride and the proud look down from your high horses the normal 
don't you see that proud people don't even enjoy life by God? They cannot feel free. Every day they have to be a certain way, dress in a certain way, go to a certain place, act in a certain way, talk in a, even talking, you have to talk in a certain way. When they saw people were angry with how I talk, I said, and I told them, let me tell you something. I'm very happy with how I am, and I don't intend to change anything about me. <laughs> it's true, I told them. I'm one of the happiest people in the world. You may not know everything about me. I like it. And I'll advise you to do the same too. Eh? You to like yourself. <laughs> and finally, foolishness. Some people are just foolish. That's all. I'm a bad German. They're just foolish. Everything they do know is not working. Amen. The opposite. The opposite of these is in Galatians 5:22 what on these things I've mentioned though drive pride out of your heart foolishness you are bad no accept that you are bad though <laughs> if you know that you are a man you like girl don't say oh, no 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 me I'm fearfully and wonderfully made more wonderfully than fearfully I am not into girls no 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 just join me and close your eyes and just drive on by, you'll be safe, yeah? Drive stealing out of your heart. Just pay your tithe like a humble Christian. End of every man. The Bible says the tithe is the Lord. You take your 10%, which is your tithe, you bring it to God, put it in an envelope. The Bible says that, and you will take your tithe. Tithe is a sign of humility. Like you humble yourself to acknowledge that, oh, it's God who gave me all that I have. And you bring the, the Bible there, and you will take it to the place where God has named his name so he does um I, mean, I gave my tithe to the beggar at circle the bible says you bring your tithe to the priest and he shall bless you when you give your tithe to the beggar do you tell to bless you that he kneel down then he prays for you you bring your tithe all see when you obey it's a sign of your humility it's true that's all so tithing also helps you to humble yourself and then you drive lust and adultery and fornication from your heart all those things destroy you on your wedding day Ten of your past boyfriends are there. They are watching you. They are looking at you. Charlie. Then imagine when you were naked in their arms on your wedding day. Ten different people. And three of them know each other. And at the reception, they'll be chatting. They hey, Charlie. The guy, they don't know the person you marry. You don't know how Charlie. They can't tell you the blood. Hey, Charlie, the guy. Oh, no, 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 no. no. This guy, no, this guy, far. Too unfortunate. <laughs> The opposite of Mark 7. These are the inner powers you should develop. <sighs> but the fruit of the Spirit, we are ending in five minutes. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Develop love. And please, love is not, oh, oh, I love you. Then you are crying. Look. <laughs> That love is not butterflies in your stomach. It's love a butterfly. Oh, oh I see you are talking again, please. Love, your thinking must work. <laughs> oh, I cannot stop and sleep last night because I was thinking about you. Hey, that is not love. Did, did Jesus not love us? What? <laughs> no, was he not asleep in your boat? 
You have the ability to speak doesn't mean you have love. <laughs> love is in first Corinthians. The person who brought the word love has defined it. Love is patient. When you are patient, you have love. Love is kind. When you are kind, you have love. Love does not bear records of wrong suffering. That is love. Love is not boastful. That is love. Love does not behave wrongly. That is love. Yeah. One day a woman was advising another woman. And she told the person that if you sleep with your pastor, it means you don't love him. Because you know you will destroy his ministry. So sleeping with somebody is not even... Even sleeping with somebody can be a sign of how you hate the person. Because if you love the person, you won't do something that will destroy the person. <laughs> Next, peace. Don't be quiet outside. When you are crowd, watch. Oh, if you are somebody who is always staring up strife, you are not a loving person. Look at your foot. What you are doing, does it lead to peace? The Bible says that blessed um, are the peacemakers. They are the sons of God. So when every time you are gossiping about somebody, you are saying something bad about somebody, you are getting somebody into trouble, it's a sign that you don't have love. Even though when we see that, <laughs> and the fantasy, you know, they speak with me. It doesn't mean you have love. When all your ways are peace, or they lead to peace, it's a sign that you have love. Number three, patience. Can you wait without complaining? Are you always complaining? Are you always grumbling? Are you is your heart at rest? That's why I say I tell you that you see me. You see, once again, don't be deceived by how I look. I've got of the happiest, most peaceful. <laughs> I'm not thinking about anybody. Peace. All my ways leads to peace. Mm. Kindness. Do you help people? Do you want people to be better than they are? When you see what are you moved with compassion to improve situation that they should be better like when people meet you do they live better or because they met you or worse or because they met you do you help them solve their problems practically not just giving advice and going away like practically do you get involved in helping people to be better than you met them are you kind Next, goodness. Are you good? <laughs> Are all your ways good? We know what good goodness is. Goodness is to do what is right. Do you do what is right? Or when you do what is wrong, that's your heart smote you so that you change to do what is right. Faithfulness. That's loyalty. Are you dependable? Can we depend on you? Will you change? When you got married, we are gentle. Are you so gentle? When you got married, we are peaceful. Are you so peaceful? When you got married, we are so sweet. Are you so sweet? Same other man. When your mother allows you forever and ever, do you still love your wife as much as you, you as much as you did? <coughs> One day, my wife said I should take her to go and watch a white play. When she said it at National Theater, 
I said, I thought she was joking. Then she repeated it. So, momentarily, I, I imagine myself sitting at National Theatre watching Ibo White. Even you are laughing. So, I mean, to be honest, then I thought it was a trap or something. But then I thought she was serious. So I told her, let me make you a promise and an assurance. If you see me sitting by you at National Theatre watching a Bo White play, the title was Groundnut and Banana or Groundnut and Oranges, but also Groundnut Groundnut and something. Like you open your eyes, you turn to your left or right, I'm there. National Theatre, Ibo White, watching a play, and I'm physically there. I want to assure you that if I never say it till I die, you can be sure I love you. <laughs> yes. When she told her friends that I'm taking that to what Ibo White, they said, oh no, it's not true. So we see him with our eyes at National Theatre. We will never believe it. You should have seen me. I went. Granted, hey! banana or granted, something. <laughs> Where we got it, they gave us yogurt. I took it. Went to sit down by her. Then I looked at her and I said, I'm here. Oh. I'm here. <laughs> hey! You see, in marriage, you must learn to do not what you want, also what your spouse wants. One day she said I should take her to go and watch a movie at the mall. I said, Why? I put a big TV in the house. I bought big speakers for the big TV. Why do you have to go to a cinema? But I said, Okay, let me go. So I took myself and I took her. Went to sit down. Charlie, I, at least I, 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 mean, I went to. The further I slept doesn't mean I didn't go. I went. <laughs> hey, I slept, cry. And the cinema to die. So when they are sleeping, they don't see you. Then she, she said, Are you watching? Oh, yeah. But have you seen that sleep where you are still, but you, like, you can't see? <laughs> you see, look, in marriage, learn to be good. It is not only what you want, what your spouse also wants. Do it gentleness self-control these are inner powers you see a snake can be hungry a snake can be hunting it will control itself to the right moment self-control gentleness against that there is no law finally how to develop inner powers number one have a regular quiet time with god every day read your bible and pray Luke 43. The Bible says that when Jesus finished fasting, there was an angel who stood by him. When you have your quiet time, God will always be with you because in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So whenever you're having your quiet time, you are reading your Bible, God is there. Yes. So develop your inner powers. When Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, was praying, an angel appeared to him there. Your greatest spiritual experiences will come when you are having your quiet time. Number two, pray in tongues. You know, if you are new in the church and everything, you might desire the baptism of the Holy Spirit. 
to speak in tongues. It is not something for some emotionally stirred up and educated people from low educational and family backgrounds or prophets wanting to deceive who want to deceive their members. They speak in tongues for people to feel that oh, these are barbers spiritually. It is not for people who cannot speak English or pastors who cannot speak English, then they speak in tongues. <laughs> no, the Bible calls it the baptism of the spirit. Yes. And then he says in Jude 20 that ye beloved, building up yourselves, like you build up your inner power. You know, let me tell you something. Let me tell you because the Holy Spirit has brought it to my mind. If you are not strong internally, it will be difficult for you to be happily married. As for marriage, it's all about self-control. It's true. Both for the man and both and both for the woman. You have to speak to yourself. Your conscience, your spirit has to control you. Otherwise, you can't. And the stronger you are, you know, I was watching a preacher, I mean, not a preacher, it was an interview that Mike Murdoch was given on marriage. And he said one day was with an old pastor and his wife, Maurice Cerullo. 78 years, he said, as they were sitting at dinner, Maurice Cerullo put his hands on his wife's hand on the dining table and was stroking her hands. 78 old. 28 years old have stopped. As for those who are in their 40s, they, they don't remember the last time they did it. 78 years old, he was stroking his wife's hands. So he said he asked uh, Maurice Cerullo's wife that how are you able to stay happily married to Maurice Cerullo at the age of, like, somebody who is never at home traveled. Then he said, and what he said, I've never heard it. The woman, Mrs. Cerullo, told Maurice, uh, Mike Murdoch that, look, it is not my concern how he chooses to spend his time. Yes, it's not my concern. So he said, if he wakes up in the morning and says, I want to spend today in my study, that is his business. If he says, tomorrow I'm going to Africa, that is his business. But many wives want their husbands to do what they think is right. <laughs> yes, what they think is right. And unfortunately, the husband is the head. Number three, meditate on the word of God. Joshua 1 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your heart, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Is it when you think, like I'm saying, your thoughts? So as you think, it settles in. And finally, protect your heart from evil contamination. Proverbs 4 23. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Let us stand and pray. Pray for yourself that you develop inner power internally. Look, let me give you some advice. Eh? Go on a project. Go on a project to work against physical outward impressions. Go on a project. Even starting from the way you dress. People who dress nicely externally are in tea. It is almost like the external is meant to cover the dirty internal. Ah! 
when we were in secondary school, there was a girl. Beautiful beauty. Beautiful beauty. Do you know beauty? You know that beauty? You know that beauty? You've not seen some before. You see this type of girl that all the boys like, both the juniors, the mates, and the seniors. You, the mate, you can be working with her. Then a, then a senior will just come. And then you have to do like you are working fast. <laughs> then one day they did something called an open house where both the males and the females could all go into each other's. I was in Achimota school, not in Fanspim or Akraka or any of those schools. Boys and girls are mixed. So now that day, the boys could go into the girls' houses, the girls could also come into their boys' houses or in the day to look around just to see Saturday. Hey! I don't know what happened and one of the boys went to open this girl's trunk. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that day you should have come. The underwear that had not been washed mixed with the school uniform mixed with the house uniform mixed with plates in food that has not been watched when they open here see have you seen boys they are very bad though boys are very bad like they look for ways to disgrace so they open her chop box too i don't know if she was trying to grow like a garden in her chop box i don't know because see have you seen that when you eat and you don't wash it things can grow yes I don't know if it was like a greenhouse. Is it like miniature garden or something? Hey! She couldn't go to classes the next day. Out of shame. But she kept on the external. Lip gloss. Starch school uniform. And she had a lot of external proclivities. So, Was, was always angry with the Pharisees. He said, externally, you look perfect, but within are dead men's bones. You love making public prayers outside to be seen of men, but within you are like white costumes. Be careful. So, forget to even try. I don't know, maybe even try for people not to like you. Many people who like people to like them, they are very wicked inside. Yes. Wicked inside. People who really like to be liked. Wicked inside. <laughs> I have seen that usually the inside and the outside are opposite. So you see somebody like Jesus. Externally, the Bible says that and there was nothing about him that we should love him. Even physically, the Bible says he was ugly. <laughs> yes. And we and, and we actually we even hid our face away from him. Ugly, you go to a table, big people, but within my brother, full of enough love to save the whole world, <laughs> including those who have not yet been born, including those who have died even before he came. He had enough love inside to save. But externally, no, you won't choose him. But after today, because of what he had inside. We still choose him. Pray to God that your outside will not even be nice or good. One day I built a house. Then I looked. I said, hmm, 
armed robbers, I don't want them to worry me. So I decided not to paint the house or to plaster the house. <laughs> you see, they had like an uncompleted house. And it's okay, it's a poor man who lives there, it's fine. So I can have peace. Pray that as we come to the end of this message, this service, you work on your inner powers. That you even look like a Christian alpha. It doesn't matter. Just wear jeans and a shirt. And it's okay, you are an angry guy. Look. Recently, I saw him. He came to see me in church. When you see his WhatsApp status, Instagram, Facebook, hey, you see his beard. You think that oh, if the devil dies, this guy is next. You see him sitting in a bar with a cigar. Not cigarette. He had graduated from from cigarette. You see a big cigar and a wine glass. Several of his pictures. So when they came to sit in front of me, I said, oh, oh my brother, I mean, so by all these nightclub drinking and smoking, do you know what he told me? He said, pastor, I've never drank alcohol before in my life. I've never smoked. I said, ah, but your pictures, he said, oh, that one is just for advertisement. I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. He said, he makes money from it. Now his Instagram, he had a lot of followers, so they pay him. So that like, when people see he and his friends at this bar, it will become a popular place. So I said, I used to say, Pastor, me, I don't speak, I don't drink. Those, those pictures, it's just the pictures. <laughs> That's when I saw again that day. When you follow what you see, you will make terrible mistakes. Pray for yourself as we close. Pray, pray for yourself. That the wisdom of the serpent to develop your internal invisible powers, you will work in it in the name of Jesus. Pray for yourself. Put your hands on your heart and ask God to help you. Put your hand on your heart. Say, Lord, help me to develop love, peace, joy, long suffering, self control, gentleness. Let them enter my heart. Deliver me from evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, lasciviousness. Pray against them in the name of Jesus. And finally pray. Say, Lord, help me to develop my inner powers. Help me to be a powerful Christian by helping me to have my quiet time every day. Say, Lord, Help me to read my Bible and pray every day. Rashu Kebala, that the word of God would dwell in me richly. Rashu Kebala, in the name of Jesus. Help me to develop my internal. Deliver me from external. Deliver me from external. Deception. Pray again deception. That you not be somebody who deceives. Rashu meka fulaba simaka. Ah. Pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Pray that you meditate on the word of God. Pray that you bear the fruit of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. With every head bowed and with every eye closed. Maybe somebody invited you to church. This is your first time coming to church. 
but I want to say, Pastor, this morning I want you to pray with me. I want to be born again. I've heard about this born again, but this morning I want to give my life to Jesus. If I were to die today, I'm not sure truly whether I'll go to heaven or hell, but I want you to pray with me before we leave church that today will be the day when I surrender my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, I'd like you to just stand wherever you are and raise your right hand into the air so I can see it. And then I'll pray for you before we close. You are here. You want to be born again. I want to rededicate your life to God. Somebody invited you to church, but I don't want to live without being born again. I want you to lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. The Bible says that today is the day of salvation, but tomorrow may be too late. I see your hand, my sister. Is there somebody... You know, I've known people who've come to church and have died that day, have died the, before the next week Sunday. I want you to take advantage of this opportunity. Maybe it's been a long time since you've gone to church, so you'd like to rededicate your life to God. If you are here like that, just don't be shy. Just lift up your hand. For, forget about the person standing next to you. It's between you and God. I see your hand, my brother. Forget about the person standing next to you. Just lift up your hand. He said, if you are ashamed of me, in this evil and adulterous generation i will also be ashamed of you because what you sow is, is what you reap so if you are here one more opportunity i'm just saying it one more time so we can close lift up your right hand so i can see you then we pray once you cannot be shy about god what wrong will god do to you what what bad has god ever done to anybody no he's only full of love if you've lifted up your hand please do one more thing I want you to come to me in front so that we pray together once and for all. If you lift it up, please clap for them as they come. God bless you. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Many years ago, many years ago, I also responded to the love of God just like it, and I've never regretted it. And I know you will never regret it. Today is the start of a new life. He said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Only good things have happened to me since I came to Jesus. I want you to pray with me, those of you in front, and I want the rest of the congregation to join us. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood this morning I accept Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior say Holy Spirit please come and live in me and help me strengthen me to live the life of a Christian all the days of my life in the name of Jesus I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. Please go with our brother. He'll talk to you for two minutes and then you'll join us again. Oh, clap for them. Bible says there's great joy in heaven when we come to Jesus. Oh, aren't you happy? Amen. This is my favorite part of the service. This is my favorite part. When people give their life to Jesus, it is all about that. Amen. Let's take our seats very quickly before we close. Today is the end of the month. If you are paying your tithe, 
the Bible says we should honor the Lord with our tithe and with the first fruits from all our income.